thoughts on Rams versus Buccaneers in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs or follow-ups on injuries and other news from the wildcard round and Bruce Arians in hot water over some decisions he made on Sunday. All of that right now on the Locked On Bucks podcast. Here we go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucks Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen or your first view every single day. I'm David Harrison, your host for this episode. My co-host, James Jarko, off for this episode, but he will be back tomorrow. So make sure you come through and he'll share everything that he has from the wildcard round and then looking ahead to the divisional round for the first official time this week with Evan Klosky of 10 Tampa Bay on WTSP Wednesday. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at dharrison82. Find James at jarco underscore bucks. Find everything we're writing about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers at bucksnation.com or on Twitter at bucks underscore nation. And the show is at Locked on Bucks, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. This is the Locked on Bucks podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listener, your first view every single day. And we now know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will host the Los Angeles Rams next Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern on NBC Live from Raymond James Stadium, hosting their second home playoff game since 2008. Hopefully, the result of this one will be the same as the result of the last one, a win. Last time over the Philadelphia Eagles, this time again, facing those Los Angeles Rams in a little bit of a get-right game, a revenge game for the Buccaneers. If you remember, the Los Angeles Rams defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, handed the Bucs their first loss of the season very, very early in the year. Donovan Smith versus Von Miller is going to be a huge matchup, obviously, that everybody's going to watch. And, I mean, look at the other side of the line of scrimmage. Tristan Wirfs, whether or not he's going to be at full capacity or even able to play at all. We'll get a little bit into those updates here in just a little bit. But when I look at this matchup, that's one of the first things that jumps out off the page. And and a big, big shout-out to my buddy Mike Kiwak, who actually pointed that out in a Twitter DM. I'm watching the Rams and Cardinals. I'm not really fully diving into Rams versus Buccaneers. At this point, I think it was only 7 nothing Los Angeles uh, at that point in time. And he kind of brings up Mike or uh, Von Miller going up against Donovan Smith. Not too happy with Mike in that moment, but he's very true. And then you go through the list of some other uh, key situations, key matchups that we're going to have to look out for. Mike Evans going up against Jalen Ramsey, Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis, and Antoine Winfield Jr. going up against Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. Devin White versus Cam Akers, obviously Levante David also in that situation, there's going to be a lot of things to look out for in that matchup, and we'll be chronicling everything to look for as we ramp up to game day of forming out the rest of the divisional round on Saturday. The Cincinnati Bengals will face the Tennessee Titans in Nashville at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. Then the late game Saturday, San Francisco 49ers will visit the Green Bay Packers at 8.15 p.m. Eastern time, that game on Fox. Of course, the Bucks game at 3 p.m. is the first game on Sunday. The evening game, Buffalo Bills at Kansas City Chiefs will air 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. That one, a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game, should definitely be a very good game. Lots of excitement still to come, and surely there's going to be some nerves building throughout the week as we get closer to Sunday's game. There were some nerves building up to the Eagles games, or the Eagles game, and the Buccaneers beat the Eagles pretty, pretty handedly the last time they faced them. So considering that the Rams actually beat Tampa Bay the last time these two teams fought, are uh, faced off against each other, there are, are sure to be some nerves. We'll go through everything that there is to talk about. So much so, we already have uh, a call coming in about that game. So before we move into our next segment 
and some news and notes following the wild card win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's hear real quick from Benny out in Los Angeles. Hey, Buck fans. Locked on. Amazing Buck fans. This is Benny calling from the obnoxious city of L.A., watching fans and the Rams just manhandle the Cardinals. Um, this is what, what I was afraid of. Uh, and uh, right before even the season started, I predicted the Bucks and the Rams will face off in the playoffs, in the divisional round, uh, knocking the Bucks out. Um, past two seasons, we've been manhandled by the Rams. So if, uh, in fact, Worf is out, um, what's your confidence level facing the Rams this coming Sunday? Um, these guys are arrogant. They're coming in with so much momentum and confidence. So are, so are we, but these guys are just tenacious. The Rams, I, I can't stand them. You know, I live here and I have to put up with the fans from the baseball point, Dodgers and now the Rams. And I, I, I can't stand them. I, I, I think that the coaching staff is incredible. Sean McVay, uh, they are, brilliant minds but what is your confidence level oh god another interception <laughs> uh second quarter yeah damn it anyways um let me know your thoughts uh and you know it, it's gonna be a great game i just want us to be competitive i know brady is entering this with a different mindset and um I, you know, I hope you don't fault me for just being a little, little nervous uh, facing the Rams. Anyways, thanks so much, guys. Stay safe. This is Benny from L.A. Go Bucks. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march into the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your best sports wagering action in 2022. New year, new updated mobile and desktop websites. Sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just by using the promo code Locked On. Whether you're looking for football, basketball, hockey, boxing, or UFC, or even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Before we move into our next segment, let's hear one more post game call, this time from Youssef out in Phoenix. Oh boy. That defense play out of its mind today. This is Yusuf out here in Phoenix. This defense goes with Levante David. All the other guys as well, Shaq Barrett, JPP, all those guys. It was great to see them back. They all made contributions today as well. You had Shaq Barrett getting an interception. You know, Levante David showing up that run that run defense. I mean. It just it's just incredible how this defense plays with Levante David in there. Such a just such a great thing to see. Um the offense played great as well. Uh, we had some scares with Worfs going out and along with Jensen for not actually he was out the end of that touchdown drive, but he didn't miss any plays. So that was good. So um going forward, I'm not too worried about those two, but something to keep an eye out for definitely to make sure there's no setbacks. Um as far as the other games go, um, I'm hoping we get the Rams or Cardinals next weekend, which would mean the Cowboys would have to lose, and they're down 16-7 to right now against the Niners. So that's 
a plus. Um, and out of the teams I'd like to see out of the Rams and Cardinals, I'd rather see the Cardinals personally. But that's just me. Anyways, as you know, not getting too high, but not too low either. And as always, go Bucks. Thanks again for making the Locked on Bucks podcast your first listen or view. Every single day, we are free and we are available on all platforms. I'm David Harrison, your host for today's episode. James Yarko is off for this show, but he'll be back tomorrow. You can find him on Twitter at JYarko underscore Bucks. Find me at D Harrison 82 And Benny, I don't fault you at all for being nervous uh, already. Just a little bit going into the, to next weekend's Rams matchup against the Buccaneers. Uh, my confidence level as we talk today, to be completely honest with you, probably at a six or a seven. Uh, which is higher than five, right? Which means I still think the Buccaneers have an advantage here, but six and a six or a seven, mainly because of the injury concerns. Let's see what happens with Tristan Wirfs as we get through the week. Uh, let's see how Ryan Jensen is doing. Let's see what happens with Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, all that stuff. We'll get into that conversation here uh, in just a little bit. And then shout out to Yusuf as well for sharing his thoughts following the win over the Eagles. Uh, and, and I think that we all would have preferred uh, the Arizona Cardinals, right? But it's because they're just not as good of a team. So, you know, the way that the pecking order works, usually the team that's not as good doesn't advance. Uh, in this case, that rang true. So the Rams will be coming to Tampa, Florida, uh, because that's what showed up on Monday night. More fallout, go though, coming from the win over the Eagles games. Speaking of Tristan Wirfs and Ryan Jensen and their injuries, Tristan Wirfs in a boots on Monday. Bruce Arian saying that there's a chance he'll still play. Uh, kind of a uh, pr- uh, cautiously optimistic approach from Bruce Arians. He said that he and Jensen will both be Friday decisions for designations, not a day earlier. So we'll have to keep an eye on them basically the entire week. And honestly, both those guys, I mean, Tristan Wirfs coming off of his first all-pro season, Ryan Jensen, a Pro Bowl caliber center himself, both of those guys could honestly theoretically not go through practice all week long, kind of a benefit of having played together the entire season, the offensive line up until this last weekend, uh, the healthiest part of the Buccaneers roster as, as a group. Uh, is concerned. And then returning players, Lavante, David, Shaquille Barry, Jason Pierre-Paul, uh, Bruce Aarons was asked about them as well on Monday, coming back to action in wildcard weekend. He said all of them are feeling good. All of them feel maybe even better uh, than they kind of expected. And he said Shaq Barrett uh, looked pretty good running with the football after his interception. Looked pretty good on the interception, right? A very athletic play there, especially from an outside linebacker, uh, three, four outside linebacker. Levante David, not as sore maybe as he and a lot of people would have expected him to be. And then with the return of Levante David, we also saw the return of a more effective Devin White. And I think that's something that a lot of people were looking for. A lot of people were looking forward to seeing is that would Devin White's play kind of stabilize uh, and get back to form with Levante back on the field. I think that's exactly what ended up happening. Bruce Arians also talked about that. And he talked previous to the game about Devin White maybe trying to do too much without Levante on the field, trying to kind of overcompensate for the absence of 54 but with 54 back on the field, 45 able to play within himself much more, play within the scheme, and much more effective because that's what they're going to need against the Los Angeles Rams. So good to see that. Speaking of the running backs, Ronald Jones still not cutting uh, on that leg. Of course, they didn't practice Monday, so that goes from before uh, the game. We'll have to see again what happens when the players come back this week, start getting ready for Los Angeles, and they're waiting for Leonard Fournette to get up to full speed. That's the words, or those are the words that BA used were uh, was full speed. So for what it's worth. Bruce Arian said that he would rather play, not play the Arizona Cardinals rather, but for a personal reason, because he has a lot of friends that are still there in Arizona and it's always hard to play against friends, he said, uh, but he wasn't quote unquote officially rooting for anybody on Monday night, but still Arizona going home. So B.A. is not going to have to face his friends. Instead, his friends can sit at home 
and cheer for him as he continues into the playoffs. And right now, guys, we're going to go from what BA said to what people were saying about him. But before we do that, let's hear from another member of Bucks Nation. Fire them cannons. What is up, guys? It is Zach from Dallas. Great to uh, great to be celebrating another Victory Monday, postseason Victory Monday. Win and move on. Uh, had a scare. I worked night shift, so I was asleep when the game started. I set an alarm to uh, to go off at you know one thirty local time. Just check the game, and the app said it was seventeen nothing Philly, and I was like, oh my god, no, how's this happening? Turn the game on, and you know we're up. And then at that point, I'm awake, so you know, here I go to work uh, on five hours of sleep. But it is what it is. I'll take it because I'm pumped because you know flags are flying and full staff today. Awesome. Uh, I do want to know what, what's your guys' opinion on Brady continuing to play after we were up 31 to nothing. I don't really count or I don't really care about the last two touchdowns because uh, they're garbage time, but I want to know why Brady refused to come out of that game. I mean, I do not want to see him get hurt because, let's be real, that's our, that's our continuation in the playoffs. Uh, anyway, glad to see a win. As always, go Bucks. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting. Maybe you inherited a condo and are renting it out, or maybe you paid in crypto and aren't sure how it's taxed. For TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Luckily, TurboTax Live can match you with the right expert who has experience in your unique situation and can answer all of your tax questions right from your phone or computer. They can even take care of the whole filing process for you. Whether you launched your own startup or are working multiple jobs and juggling multiple incomes, an experienced TurboTax Live expert can help you during the entire filing process or do your taxes for you from start to finish to get you the tax deductions you deserve. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes into it. TurboTax Live. Bruce Arians in hot water with some people, but maybe not the league necessarily. We're going to talk about that here in just a second. But first, let's hear from Kevin in Orlando. James, Kevin from Orlando calling. What a victory. Absolutely enjoyed that 31 to 15 game. That was just absolute domination and was awesome to watch. Hey, I just have a question, though, about the fourth quarter. I was expecting sometime during the fourth quarter for Brady to be taken out and for backup quarterback to come in, but it didn't happen. And I was thinking it was definitely going to happen in this case. I was holding my breath in those final uh, final minutes of the fourth quarter, like, hoping that Brady wasn't going to get hurt. But anyway, just wanted to wanted to ask you about that. If, if why you think that that didn't happen, or maybe it should have. Um, anyway, look forward to the next game next weekend. Final segment here at the Locks on Bucks podcast. David Harrison coming at you solo on this episode. James Jarko off for today's episode at Jarko underscore Bucks. You can find him on Twitter. You can find me at dharrison82, the show at Locks on Bucks. Zach and Kevin, thank you for your calls. Thoughts on Tom Brady playing late. And that's just one thing that people kind of had an issue here with what Bruce Arians did on Sunday. Now, the way Kevin said it, maybe Tom Brady just refused to come out of the game. And that's certainly uh, a possibility. I think a veteran with the status of Tom Brady, it kind of let him do a little bit of what he wants to do in certain areas and whether or not he's going to continue playing or sit 
is one of those areas. Now, I'm like you. I even tweeted it. I think pretty much everybody uh, expected Blaine Gabbert to come in at some point during the middle to late part of the third quarter, the early fourth quarter at least. You know, I know that Troy Aikman at one, at one point even speculated, like, oh, they're probably just trying to get to the fourth quarter. Then Tom Brady will leave the game, but it didn't happen. And, and, and Tom Brady played you know, into the fourth quarter and everything else. And there could be a lot of reasons for it. One of the reasons could be that they're still getting their feet under them without Chris Godden, without Antonio Brown, trying to get everything fleshed out, get more connections with Tyler Johnson, maybe get some more reps there, uh, get some more yards for Mike Evans. I mean, whatever it is, just the more reps you can get a lot of times for these professionals, the better off you're going to be in in the playoff time. Nobody really has time to feel the aches and pains. It's basically if you can physically get out there and play, you're going to go out there and do it further damage. Uh, be damned if you're capable of playing in the playoffs, you're going to play in the playoffs. And you saw Tristan Wirth try to come back in. You saw Josh Wells go out there and gut it out, as Bruce Arians put it. So that's just kind of indicative of what they do. And then you talk about that offensive line. Tom Brady, maybe they 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 weren't doing all that great with that. You know, we don't want to call it a patchwork offensive line, but there there's some new pieces in there for the first time all season. And it really wasn't going all that great. So maybe Tom said, no, look, we need to stay in there. We need to get some work together. We need to get some reps together. Let me feel them out. Let them feel me out. And let's get this whole thing going back together. Or maybe it's playoffs. And they said, you know what? We're going out there with the guys that we have. And we're going out there for four quarters. There's a lot of different reasons it could have happened. Me personally, I was expecting Brady to come out of the game just like everybody else was. I don't know if I feel too strongly one way or the other about him continuing to play. Uh, And that's just my kind of opinion. But there is a topic out there that some people feel very strongly about, and some people are kind of taking it in a ho-hum sort of fashion, and that is the Bruce Arians slap on the head, the helmet, whatever it is, of safety Andrew Adams. So if you're not caught up with this story or familiar with what's happening here, uh, Buccaneers are up 17-0 in the early moments of the third quarter. Jalen Rager, Philadelphia Eagles punt returner, goes back to field a punt from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as he's feeling the punt, he muffs the punt. And just a little bit of statistical administrative note, I know Scotty Miller was, you know, social media-wise given credit for the forced fumble. Officially not a fumble. It's officially a muffed punt. So Scotty Miller did not get credit for a forced fumble just for whatever uh, that's worth. But the fumble, the muff punt, whatever, was recovered by Ross Cockrell. A pile ensues, as it usually does when there's a loose ball. And as the pile is piling up, safety Andrew Adams arrives starts to peel Eagles players off the pile. Ball is signaled to go into Buccaneers possession, and and Andrew is still kind of putting his hands on Eagles players. At that point in time, Bruce Arians kind of runs onto the field. It happened right there by the Buccaneers sideline, right in front of Coach Arians. Arians runs on the field, kind of slaps Andrew Adams uh, on the helmet. That's kind of the loose term that I'll use. It wasn't a punch, and it wasn't really all that hard of a contact, but he kind of slaps Andrew Adams upside the helmet. Um... And and that's pretty much what happened. So the clip kind of circulated around social media, and a lot of people said a lot of things. Arians was asked about that action uh, on Monday and was asked if he regretted that interaction with Andrew Adams and all, and Arians said, quote, no, I've seen enough dumb things. You can't pull guys out of a pile. We just got a big play, great field position, and he's trying to pull a guy out of a pile, and I was trying to knock him off of that, off of that guy so he didn't get a penalty and – Whoa. So even in the moment and with the social media interaction, that's the vibe I got is that Bruce Arians was out there trying to prevent his player from inadvertently doing something that's going to hurt the team. Yeah, you're up 17 nothing. Your defense is doing great. Your offense is looking good. But at the same time, you're still in the midst of the battle. You don't want your guys uh, to do the wrong thing and to draw a penalty. Now, as far as Bruce Arians going and slapping or smacking Andrew Adams upside the helmet, 
my opinion on the matter is as a leader, as a coach, you know, whatever organization you're in, whatever field of work you're in, outside of life-saving measures, there's really no reason to ever put your hands on anybody. And that's that's really not going to change. And it's not going to, you know, it's not going to depend on how much I like a person or how much I how much I respect a person or how much, you know, how much how much importance I put on what they're doing as a profession. Uh, you know, again, it's been 20 years in the military and I've never had a leader uh, try to put their hands on me in a situation that wasn't warranted either for training purposes or life-saving purposes or, you know, training for site life site life-saving purposes uh, outside of that. And honestly, had a leader put their hands on me in a situation where it wasn't warranted, absolutely would have said something. I did have some peers from time to time think that they could go ahead and put their hands on me during some uh, what I like to call uncomfortable conversations. They go ahead and put their hands on me, found out real quick that that is not how you handle business. And I, myself, as a leader for 19 years in the United States military, never outside of life-saving, outside of training, never put my hands on a soldier. Uh, honestly, you can get your message through a lot of different ways. Now, I know that there are some other people who say, you know what, it's football, toughen up, don't be weak, all those kinds of things. Everybody has their own view. Everybody has their own opinion. I think at the end of the day, whatever our personal opinion is on the matter, on leadership, on you know what you do on field, on, you know off field, in the heat of the moment, all that stuff. First of all, we all kind of have our own way that we conduct ourselves, right? And you never really know what you're going to do until you're in the heat of the moment. I've been in the heat of a lot of moments. I've never been a head coach on an NFL field during a wild card game watching one of my players do something I think could draw a foul. So can I say 100% without a doubt that I would never do something like that? I'd like to think that the mantra of don't put your hands on people uh, unless, again, life-saving measures would still transfer to that realm. But I've never been in that situation, so I can't necessarily promise you that. Um, what I would say is this, though. I also have another belief, and that belief is that we don't need to be offended for people. Um, I've had people in, in certain situations throughout my life get offended for me in something. And I'll kind of tell, you know, everybody else what I kind of tell people for myself is that I don't necessarily need somebody to come be my hero or my savior. I'm willing, uh, I'm, I'm willing, capable of standing up for myself. I think Andrew Adams, similar situation. He's willing and or he's able and, and has the outlets to, to stand up for himself. If he had a problem uh, with Coach Arians doing what he did. There are certainly ways he can go about handling that. One of them is talking to coach himself, talking to his position coach, talking to his coordinator, talking to the special teams coach, talking to his agent and his agent, talking to the organization, even going to the NFLPA and filing a grievance. And as of right now, from what I know, Andrew Adams has done none of those things. And on the field in the moment, honestly, I mean, B.A. comes around the field, kind of slaps him on the helmet. B.A. kind of puts his arm up like maybe he thinks like, oh, man, this guy might think I'm another player and swing at me or something. Andrew just kind of looks at coach and is kind of like, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, you go over there. I'll be over here doesn't really seem to be all that offended or hurt by it. So again, as much as I have my kind of core beliefs as a leader and everything else, uh, if Andrew Adams isn't necessarily offended by it, I'm not really going to get offended for him, so to speak. Certainly uh, any talk on social media or otherwise that Bruce Aaron should be fired for it. Uh, that's, that's, that's going a little bit uh, beyond that. But you know, whether I believe you should put your hands on somebody, there are degrees to doing this. What Bruce Arians did uh, tantamount to your mother smacking your hand when you're reaching for the cookie jar. That's going to wrap up my thoughts on that topic, a little bit of a longer third segment, but that's going to bring us to the end of our comments for this episode. We are going to wrap up, however, with another call from a member of Bucks Nation, this time coming from Jonathan out of West Palm Beach. Hey guys, it's Jonathan from West Palm Beach celebrating a Buccaneer playoff win. And hey, I know there's going to be a lot of voicemails today, so I'm going to keep it short, but I just think every Buccaneer fan if for some reason you did not appreciate Levante David, you have got to, got, got to appreciate him after that game. Just a just a filling up the stat sheet, you could just see it's so evident. Everyone is much more organized. Everything is much more on pace. 
And Devin White just plays so much better when he has Levante in there to kind of keep him under control, I guess. So really glad to have him back. He's going to make a big difference in the playoffs. Shaq looked good as well. Next game's going to be tough, but let's see what happens. Go Bucks. All right, Jonathan, appreciate the phone call. Benny, Yusef, Zach, Kevin, also appreciate the phone calls today, guys. We're hearing from Los Angeles, Phoenix, Dallas, and two calls coming in from the great state of Florida. So thank you to all the callers. Thank you for all of you listening and watching out there. Thanks for making the Locks on Bucks podcast your first listen or watch every single day free and available on all platforms. Come back tomorrow. James Yarko will be back and he'll be joined by Evan Klosky of 10 Tampa Bay WTSP Wednesday uh, coming at you for your second listen today. Might we suggest the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you want to drop us a call, a question, or a take, send them to Locked on Bucks podcast at gmail.com or call them in at voicemail number 813-444-5841. That's going to do it for today's episode. Rams and Buccaneers coming Sunday. Get ready for it. Try not to let the nerve get to you too much. We'll, we'll try to we'll get you through it together here at the Locked on Bucks podcast. Until we speak again, if you're out about, please be safe, be kind to one another, wash your hands, fire the cannons, and thank you for joining me right here at Locked on Bucks.